Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am actually late with my podcast. Um, so this is episode episode 10. And this is Nurse T, Nursing You Back to Life, episode 10. And I'm late kind of putting this podcast together because, you know, when your emotions is high, you really shouldn't say much of anything because I don't want to be emotional too much with my podcast because you just don't want to say the wrong thing. So I've been able to, you know, keep some things discreet and, and personal um, as opposed to, you know, putting, you know, people on blast about things. And so if I'm too emotional, then it's best for me not to talk because then I'm just going on and on and on and on. And I don't want to do that. So this is episode 10 and a lot has happened within the past week. So, to give an update, I definitely, um, I definitely went back to, uh, to court, you know, in this situation, which, you know, it's a lot of, that's a lot of nonsense, you know, um, and, you know, I I guess it's just the propaganda of going back and forth and, and, um, the the postpone and all that other shit like you got I I got court the court court was already postponed like I said in the other episodes and you know I feel like they trying to give the respect of the privacy whatever you know um but we 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 were supposed to be at court at one thirty of course you know the judge really you know they you know they have a little fifteen minute grace period so. You know, by the time you get things started, it's probably about quarter to two, two o'clock, something like that. Well, we waiting to start the court hearing and, you know, my lawyer is sitting there and, you know, his lawyer isn't. So, you know, now we waiting, we waiting, we waiting, we waiting. I mean, just straight out nonsense, disrespect, you know, and I guess it's, it's, it's courtesy because, you know, I feel like if, if me as the individual, if I was late, would I get the same courtesy of being late? You know, do lawyers get a dis- different courtesy because of, you know, because of what? I mean, because they made dates convenient for them. So when you make a date convenient for a lawyer, you make it as though, okay, this is a great time, perfect, I'll be able to get there, it won't be no other problems, you know, getting there or any delays getting there. I mean, by the time she got there, it, it was every bit of 2.30, and I'm just like, this is just crazy, it's, it's, it's crazy, and, you know, of course, we waiting around, and I'm you know, checking on, you know, my, 
my my peoples to make sure you know everybody is okay you know i'm okay and i um i go out of the courtroom to um have a conversation uh with uh my significant other and i see you know um and I, 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 it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's just crazy. I, I comes out of the courtroom because, of course, you're just waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. Um, so I, I go out of the courtroom, and, uh, of course, he bring his support. You know, I bring my support, but he brings his support, which is I'm assuming you know they call themselves brothers. Of, of course, I, I know them as him either. You know, not a real brother, but. You know, I guess when you grow up with somebody or you've been friends with somebody, then they wind up being family, you know, as opposed to friends. So he he got his, you know, brother up there. And I come out of the courtroom because, of course, the judge really wants anybody who's going to testify on the case outside of the court. Okay, I get it. So we, everybody go outside. So while we wait and I just go out to, you know, um talk because we just sitting there and the court clerk and all of them they on the internet and they talking and so I just go out and talk and I walk into his brother snapping shots of you know my significant my significant other and I'm trying to figure out like why would you be doing this like why are you trying to provoke him to do anything like are you like what what would be your reasoning of you taking pictures of this man in court? Is it for intimidation? Like, does he know you're taking pictures of him in court? Did he tell you to take pictures of him? Why are you guys in court? Like, is that a, not a stupid move? And if you're going to take pictures, shouldn't you do it in a manner that we don't catch you doing it? Like, this whole thing is like a fiasco. It's, it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's nonsense. It's it's petty, it's childish, you know, it's it's just crazy. But I I just, you know, I just let him know, you know, be careful because he's taking pictures of you. So, I mean, when I bring, you know, my support, my support don't take pictures, my support don't, you know, do anything, let alone look at them. But they, they're just as what I said, they are there as my support. So, you know, whether you intimidated by my support or wherever you, it doesn't matter. That's my support and, and you have your own support. But I would not put my support in any jeopardy of anything to be doing anything to anybody at court for no reason. I mean, we are all adults. We're not kids. We adults. And I would think we are all professionals. So with that being said, you know, that happened in court. And, you know, I let the, you know, I let the sheriff know what was going on. And, you know, I also told my lawyer because if something breaks out, then it ain't really nothing I can do because I'm in here and they're out there. However, 
I wouldn't be, you know, snapping shots of them or any of his people or any of his support. And I wouldn't think that any of his support people would be snapping shots of anybody that I have there. So, you know, it just it just makes you think. And, you know, it's people's job in jeopardy. You know, it's it's all kind of stuff going on. So, you know, why make the situation worse than what it is? Um, because it's already bad. But to make it worse, you know, you bring somebody that just ain't the right person to bring as a support person because they're doing something not in a discreet manner, but in a manner that we see in them. And you think that that's cool. Whether you know it or not, that's just not cool. So, so of course, you know, by the time the lawyer gets there, um, now she has uh, a copy of the tape which was the incident that actually happened. And she has she has my podcasts that she wants to use as, you know, a way of saying God knows what, but I mean it doesn't really matter to me what you use, um, because my story stays the same. I can't I and nothing switches up with me. You know, and I don't have to add any additional fluff with something that happened to me in life. You know, I may be off once, one thing, but I, for all the one thing, the hundred, the 99 things I got is the truth. You know, and the only reason why I could be off, I can't even say I'm off. I'm not even going to say I'm off with anything. I, I I I can't even say that I'm on it with what it is because this is something that happened to me. And with all of this that's going on, you made me a victim in all of this bullshit. Like I've never, you know, I, I've never bothered anybody I've always overcompensated. I've always did extra. I've always, you know, tried to, you know, be the bigger person, you know. And I can be, you know, a butthole when it comes to my kids. And that's only in the manner of, you know, are they getting where they need to get to? Are they looking the way they need to look? And all of those things. It ain't never about you, you know, it's it's never about him and about what he has going on. We haven't been together for seven years. So it doesn't matter what relationship you got and it doesn't matter what relationship I got. The most important thing and what's important is those babies. Because, and I said this from the very beginning, when our daughter's chasing Dirty little boys for love. We can't we can't fault anybody but ourselves. We can't fault anybody but ourselves. So I have kept what I had going on in control and was hoping that he could do the same thing as their father because that's just what's important. 
you giving them the love that they need and showing them that they're loved and not, you know, going into anything else other than raising them, not getting into anything with their mother, you know, because the most thing that we should have in common should keep grounds level and that's the well-being of our daughters. So this situation is just it's just a bad situation that has ruined now everything. It has ruined everything. How do we parent now? How do we parent? How do we parent? We can't even parent two kids that need to be parent because of what? Because I stopped past your house and dropped off some goddamn clothes. Because I told your girlfriend that, you know, woman to woman, we should talk. Because I would think as the woman of the house, she would want to talk to the mother of the kids. I've never, never disrespected myself or anyone else to do anything out of the way, out of the ordinary, other than having my daughter's best interests at heart. I'm just not that kind of woman. I don't worry about other women for nothing. Never did, and I never will. That ain't my MO. That ain't my that ain't even in me. I'm never going to to fight or 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 get into anything with anybody over fucking seven years that we ain't been together. You crazy. Like that's just crazy. But we all know the truth. And we all got to live with whatever happened, whatever we did, whatever we didn't do. We all got to live with whatever that happened. And the disfortunate part about this is these two girls going to have to be raised by one parent. Because I just refuse. I refuse to co-parent now. I'm going to do what I got to do, but I just, the shit is just going to be different. If they go to school looking like shit over there, when they come home, that's just how it's going to be. I can't, ain't nothing I can do. Ain't nothing I can do. All I got to do is, you know, do my job in making, you know, the other parent aware other than that, I'm doing nothing else. You're on your own. You're on your own. And now they have to decipher their own because I never want to talk bad. And I've always overcompensated just so that you don't look bad. Whether you think you're looking bad, whether you don't think you're looking bad, or you have these strict rules of them, you know, not doing this and strict rules of them not doing that. You're on your own with this one now. Now they, do, they will determine 
what it is for themselves. Because I will no longer overcompensate to help out and think that I'm supporting in any uh, any additional areas. Because you didn't do it for me. And I really didn't care if you did it for me because it wasn't about it wasn't about me. It's it's always about them. So whether you, you know, if I needed your support, you know, if I wanted to go to work and, you know, I needed you to, you know, get them early or do whatever. And oh, and I asked, oh, no, it don't matter. And then they go over there and, you know, they need to get here and I go and take it. I, I go and take them or they need clothes or, or soccer cleats or soccer pads or basketball sneakers. I ain't never sit back and say, oh, no, I'm not bringing it over there. I've always ran and gave what was needed because it was never about you. It was always about them. And as time went on. I was able to live with that. I can sleep with that. I can't sleep knowing my babies, you know, want for things. So, of course, we have a another court hearing that was postponed to now an additional over. It was over 30 days because... We don't go back to court until July. So now we just, you know, we just wait. Meanwhile, you know, I go to, you know, my baby school and she has these problems going on. I got to get her, you know, evaluated because her emotions is all over the place. Like, it's it's just, it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And, and I'm just... I'm, I'm, I feel like, just let me raise them. You go ahead and get your little visits. Just let me raise my babies. That's all I want. Since I'm doing everything and I feel like I'm doing things anyway, just let me raise my babies. So, with that being said, you know, I feel like we we are at we are at odds and this is how it's going to be this is how it's going to stay and it ain't never going to change it ain't never going to change because I've tried I've tried for a long time and I I believe I do believe that the reason that I am in this situation is because for seven, I give it, I give it about, yeah, almost seven years, I have just let things go and let things go and let things go, let things go. So by me letting things go and picking up here and picking up there and doing this and running here and running there and doing this and doing that, that it got to this. And that's because I'm I try to be easygoing. You know, I, I try to be I try to be fair. The only time that it's a problem with me is when I see that something ain't right with those babies. And if anybody know me, they know I love 
my babies. I work around their schedule. I do everything for them. So now our parenting, our parenting goes down the drain. And it's either going to be him or it's going to be me. And it's not going to be him because my daughters would hate me if I let him and her raise them. Literally. And they wouldn't even want that. They okay with this to visit. And a lot of times when I'm trying to get them to go over and get themselves together, it takes them an additional hour or so to get themselves together. And they know that they have to go over there. So I'm I'm just I can't say I'm frustrated anymore and that's why I don't like taping the podcasts when I'm emotional. I like to tape them when my emotions have leveled down because then you won't hear a whole bunch of cursing. You'll pretty much hear me coming down off that high and explaining exactly what happened um, as opposed to ranting and raving, even though, you know, I'm going to vent and I'm venting. You just, you just understand more of what I'm trying to convey as opposed to just going on this tirade. But it's, it's really crazy because even with, you know, last week, it's it's a mess. It's it's just a mess. I uh I it was it was my day to go pick up um the girls from it was just my day, you know, they went over there a few days and it was my day to go and pick them up and I goes to the school and my uh baby girl was suspended for the first time in her life. She got suspended. She lost control of her temper. And I had no idea. Now, I knew on Friday that they were going to suspend her. But they didn't suspend her because they didn't come home with she didn't come home with any paperwork. So when I gave her to him, I didn't have anything to give him because nothing came home. So I could assume that on Monday he sent her to school and on Monday is when they got the approval to suspend her. So when they sent the information home, he never sent the information to me. But when she needed to be picked up on Friday to, and they said that she was going to be suspended, suspended, he sent his lawyer an email and his lawyer sent it to my lawyer and she, they forwarded it to me. She forwarded it to me. And so I got the information. However, the school did call me. And then on Monday, when they sent the information home to her, of course, he didn't snapshot a picture. He didn't say, you know, anything or make me aware that she was suspended. So I go and pick her up at school. She's not at school. So now I don't know where she's at. So I pick up the other one. She's at school. I asked her, did you know where 
your sister is, she don't have a clue. So I check my email. I don't get anything. So time goes and I comes home and I don't worry about it because I'm like, I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything. And I didn't know she was suspended. And I would think you would tell me that she was suspended, especially since I'm going to be the one to take her back. I'm going to be the one to take her back. You're not going to be you're not going to take her back. So it would just make sense for you to send me the information or at least put it in. I don't know, but you sent me information through your lawyer on Friday. It just would have made sense to suggest do the same protocol and procedure. So eventually I told my 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 daughter, the other one called her father to find out where was the where was um my other my other, my baby. And so they were at the police station waiting for me. So I'm confused because granted when we are the new rule is Whichever parent is receiving the kid, you meet at the police station of the receiving parent. But how was I supposed to know you was at the police station? I was supposed to assume, what if she was sick? What if something happened? I I don't know. But how would I have known to go to the police station? Because I had no idea she'd miss school. But here go the pettiness that, oh, well, I'm just going to go at the police station and sit and wait. And, you know, eventually, I guess eventually I was supposed to show up or whatever. But how would I know that you would be there? I guess I would have assumed, even though I didn't know she was suspended. Um, I didn't get any if any information. And. Now you're sitting at the police station and I'm trying to figure out how was I supposed to know that's where you was at if you don't send something saying otherwise. So it's just it's just crazy. And that's why this can no longer go on because kids won't get raised like this. Kids won't get raised like this. And I'm not interested in it. I'm just, I'm just not interested in the nonsense. I'm not interested in the nonsense anymore. Because it's frustrating. It's a tug of war. And it's a tug of war for what? Who's going to ever, who's going to grow up? Now, I'm sitting trying to figure out where the kid is, and I'm, I guess I'm supposed to assume that she was over there, but she could have been at the doctor's office. She could have had an appointment, anything. She could have been anywhere, but I, I was supposed to know to go over there. Now, if there was no school and I, you know, needed to pick her up, which would, which would have been both of them, I would have met over there because I know that's the that's the rule. 
But I'm completely thrown off because I didn't even know she was suspended. And I can't take her back tomorrow to school because I didn't even know she was suspended. So I am like, okay, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I need to, am I going to try to take off from work? Cause she got to be back to school tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'm already off from, from work on Thursday because I have court. So it's just, it's just a big mess. And I, I need y'all to continue to pray for me because it's, it's, I can't even explain it anymore. All I know is I'm, I'm, I'm I'm tired of it and I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. And I believe my kids are over it too. And I try to keep them grounded because what I don't do is I don't discuss anything with them. And I make sure that they don't discuss it with anybody else. Because number one, it's nobody's business. Number two, nobody should be questioning them about anything. They don't know. They have no idea. That's that. Whether it's a sibling on his side, a sibling on my side, any of my friends, nobody questions them over here about anything that happens. Or even try to make them think is this and that, or pull wool over the eyes. I don't play those games with them. I don't play games with my daughters. So we don't we don't discuss anything that pertains to the incident or the court case. Period. Because I don't want them ever to think that it's okay for anything or for them to even be okay to be in some kind of situation like that because it would be a problem. It would definitely be a problem if a man ever put their hands on my daughter. It would just be a problem. So, and I don't want them to ever think that that is acceptable. That's not acceptable. No matter what, that's not acceptable. And I definitely wouldn't be teaching them to be up in no man's face or to be fighting on them or anything like that because that's not what they see their mother do. And they know that's not what their mother does. So we don't discuss those things. But I have talked to them about acceptable behavior from men. And I don't ever want them to think that it's okay for a man or any boy or anybody to put their hands on them. Period. And that's left it at that. So, for the most part... um, I'm getting through it. I'm 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 getting through things and I'm getting through things just with healing mentally every day. I've been laid back with a lot of things and just been trying to focus on working out, trying to push my energy off in a different direction. 
So I need to work, have my workouts every day because when I don't work out, I'm on the edge big time. Big time I'm on the edge. So I try to get my workouts in so that, you know, that that's my outlet of letting out my frustration. That's my outlet. So I um I hope everybody is doing okay. I'm definitely trying to branch into another direction because of course my life is interesting, but I know there's some other women who have some um interesting things going on. And if there is some other women who don't mind, you know, um talking about things, um, discussing their situation, uh let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it, you know. We can discuss it. We can both vent. I'll let you go ahead and vent. And if I can offer anything, any advice, I'll definitely offer it. If not, I'll be the person you'll be venting to and getting whatever you need to get off your chest. Because if you don't let it out, it'll kill you. It'll kill you. It'll kill you. I've I'm I'm a thinker, so I'm always in my head about a lot of stuff. And it could be simple things that I just overthink. But I'm a thinker. And so because I'm a thinker, I'm always thinking about what I could have been what I could have done different, what move I could have made differently, um, how I could have did this differently, what I could have said differently. And sometimes it don't it don't be that deep. But for me, it be. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to vent, because I don't really talk to, you know, a whole bunch of people. But. I I feel like I got to let this out because. More stuff continues to pile on and the best thing for my mental health the best thing for my mental, the best thing for my emotions is to let it out and talk about it. So if there any, if there's anybody out there who need to talk, if there's anybody out there who, you know, have a situation going on, and it may not be a situation like mine, but it could be, you know, a boyfriend, it could be, um, a ex-boyfriend. It could be it could be any male person that you've had a relationship. It could be a husband that, you know, you're going through something and, you know, things just ain't right. You don't know what to do, how to handle it. It's over. Like it's just something to talk about and it may not be over. It may not be over. But if you could Come and talk about it. Talk about it. Get it off your chest. Sometimes when you get things off your chest, you can see things a little bit clearer. 
And I ain't no, I ain't for no, I'm not a one to tell you what to do, what not to do, you know, oh girl, you should do this. No, whatever decision you make, that's your decision. And I'm not judging you for your decision. That's your decision. You, you, you want to deal with that? That's you. You got a hard time dealing with it? Talk about it. You might be able to find a better way to deal with it. But we can vent as women. Can't disclose any names. Got to keep it private. But let's just vent. We got kids to raise. So we can't keep all of this madness locked up in our brains, locked up in our hearts, locked up in our emotions. Because all it's going to do is kill us. It's going to kill us. And I'm not a one to walk around mad and disgruntled. And, you know, I like to laugh, giggle, have a good time, and just enjoy life. So, with that being said, I'm going to try to reach out to some women and see if I could find someone that's um, willing to talk. Talk about their situation and... We can help each other move forward as women in life with all kinds of things, with the kids, with the boyfriends, with the husbands, with the side friends, whatever it is. So this is Nurse T. I'm ending my episode of nursing you, nursing you back to life. It's kind of quiet so far this week which is good. Kids home. They happy to be home. So pray for me, ladies. And um, I'm going to pray for you. And as long as we, we all pray for each other, we'll be all right. Because whatever is destined to happen is already written in the books to happen. We can't control it. At all. It's what it is. Whatever that happens. Is destined to happen. So. Pray for me ladies. I'm going to pray for you. And. um, I'm going to try to find. uh, Someone who. Possibly. Wants to vent. And tell us. What she got going on. Enlighten us. All right, ladies, you have a good night.